Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Welcome to the Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Patty Rose. My guests today are representatives of the Bikers Against Bullies, Lane County Chapter, Veronica Seals, Ryan Lewis, and Donna Lewis. Guys, welcome to the show. Hey. Hi, thanks for having us. So, Veronica, you had reached out to me and talked about possibly being a guest on the show, and I clicked around on your social media page, which we will talk about a lot today, uh, and saw what Bikers Against Bullies was all about, and I thought it was totally fitting. The goal with my podcast is to uh, raise awareness for the underrepresented of Lane County and people in our community that are making an impact in one way or another. And I thought what you do is really cool and needed to be spotlighted. So I'm I'm really honored that you reached out to me and that you've listened to the podcast and thought that it would be something that you would be wanna that you want to be involved with. So thanks again for doing this. Uh, we got so much cool stuff to talk about today. So welcome to the show. Thank you. So let's start off. I'm going to read the uh, mission statement for Bikers Against Bullies. Bikers Against Bullies is a national organization with local chapters in many different communities. We'll talk about that a bit. And so on the website, the mission statement reads, uh, Bikers Against Bullies USA is a not-for-profit group created by bikers, but not limited to bikers, that is committed to creating awareness and educating both children and adults on the benefits of living in a society of respect for each other combined with self-empowerment. They strive to create a society in which their mutual respect will create a new role model for others and through their actions enable others to have the confidence to emulate this behavior and reiterate its positive message to others. So Veronica, we'll start with you. You are the chapter president for Lane County. So tell me a little bit in your in your words uh, what that means and what Bikers Against Bullies is all about. Well, we just want to empower children. I mean, we want to give them the tools that they need to not be bullied. And if they are being bullied, to believe in themselves enough to where, you know, they're confident enough to not let it destroy them. You know, I mean, a lot of kids are committing suicide and one's as young as seven. And, that, and that's not OK. When you have kids that are seven years old hanging themselves or overdosing or whatever, we need to step back as a community and say, what do we need to do to stop you know, um, my niece um, committed suicide this last year and she was 16. And that was shocking because I was already doing this. And, and it really opened my eyes to how close to home it hit. And most of our members have had suicide in their families at some point. So suicide is a real problem amongst our teens now and our children. Yeah, absolutely. And as I mean, anybody that's followed my show knows that uh, suicide prevention is something that's near and dear to my heart. I've had Sarah Schofield on my show a handful of times, and I will again. And she does a lot of work uh, for suicide prevention. So if you're if you're watching this, that's another podcast that I highly recommend you check out. 
And we did. We did. Awesome. We all yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's probably what brought you here. But yeah, so anyone listening to you. Uh, so let's tell a little bit about your personal stories. Uh, let's start with you, Ryan. Uh, you had mentioned, with Veronica mentioning suicide, I think it's a good segue into kind of what you had told me off air about your history uh, as a, as a young, younger uh, a child basically witnessing uh, a loved one take their own life. Speak on that childhood drama and kind of where you came from uh, battling with that. Okay, well, yeah, I was about 12 years old. My parents split up, and uh, my dad ended up committing suicide when I was 13, uh, which led me into some alcohol and you know, some poor decisions, which I, you know, have then turned around eventually, but uh, it took me a little bit. But um, just the effects that it has on uh, a person, and even just the smallest person that you do think is insignificant in your life, you know, that uh, has a ripple effect that can destroy a lot of things. And uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty passionate about changing that if we can. So now with uh, Bikers Against Bullies, Ryan, uh, how has that really helped? You know, you had, like you said, battling addiction. Uh, you found redemption through self-empowerment and accountability. Speak on that a little bit and like what Bikers Against Bullies has allowed you to change about like an outlook well right yeah i mean if i can change the mind of uh even one kid it's worth it to me because you get the places that you go is a uh, slippery slope and i, I kind of like to see that not happen more education about things i think we'd have less people in the prison system and so we close that door of recidivism and you had told me in your bio uh just i mean which which it's really amazing to me, uh, never having met you, you know, you just kind of went straight into it, told me exactly what you were all about, which I totally respect. And I think for men, it's something that on my last podcast I had, I had mentioned, it's really important for us to talk about our mental health, you know? And so I commend you on sharing your story today. And I think that that's one of the biggest things we can do for each other is just hear each other, you know? And so, uh, I have a ton of respect for you for speaking out about this. Veronica, let's talk about uh, what motivated you to get into this. Your story is a little bit different. Uh, speak on that a little bit. Well, I was a, a victim of a major violent crime, and it really messed me up for quite a while. And I went through a huge civil case afterwards and for eight long years afterwards. And for years, I wouldn't get off the floorboards. I wouldn't sit up. I wouldn't. I mean, I was pretty messed up. And then one day I just said, enough it's time to put my big girl pants on and I need to do something other than be a victim. I don't want to be a victim anymore. I want to be a survivor and I want to change this. If I can just change it for one person and make their life better, then it's a better world. You know, it's I'm doing something that's turning this bad into a good, you know, because I mean, okay, what happened to me was bad, but now what can I do to make things good? You know, and never let anybody else feel like that or, or feel alone or a child or whatever, you know, I mean, it's, I made peace with God that day when I was attacked and I know it sounds really stupid, but I made a promise to God that I would help as many people as possible. If no, I, I, I think that's incredible. I know that in my, my own personal experiences, anytime I've felt pain, helping others has been the best medicine. So yeah, it really is. It really is. It takes, 
you know, your focus off when you're uh, a victim, you just you're focusing on that crime or you're, focused, you know, what happened to you or whatever. If you could just take your mind off of it and put it somewhere positive, it really does heal you. It, it does start to heal you. Right. And then with bullying, I mean, there's a victim. So and, and yeah. now tell us a little bit about the work that you've done to advocate for crime victims. Uh, and you know, and before you do, I want to list kind of the different people you've worked with. You've worked uh, for Title IX, pushing for Title IX, uh, worked with veterans, students living on campus, uh, and speak on that a little bit. Um, well, I I helped with um, some of the lawmakers um, do laws for campus crimes and the crime stats, and get some of those laws changed so it'd be safer campuses for people. Um, that was a big accomplishment because that was a real battle, you know, but um, I did title nine. So, and, and, and everybody should kind of know what title nine. Yeah. Does. Speak yeah. on that a little more. Maybe, maybe people don't. So let's talk about yeah. that. And, and it even applies to bullying in schools. I mean, uh, you have title nine rights and, and what title nine allows you to have is a, a reasonably safe environment to learn in. Okay, that is a tool parents can use if all else fails. Um, what I would suggest is going to the PACER website. It's it's P A C E R, and and looking through that. If you're if you're a parent and you're having these issues, and and you can call us, of course. But if if you want something immediate, PACER is a great resource. Stopbullying.gov is a great resource, and even has template letters for parents to write the schools to help them. So they're going through the total right steps of a formal complaint, because if you don't do it formally, then it's not even going to be taken seriously. You know, you have to go and do the procedures that they have in place. And, and, and really, in all actuality, it's not the school's job to parent the children. Parents need to be the ones parenting their kids and, you know, teaching them respect and not to bully. So, you know, the teachers do the best. They, I'm not trying to come down on. No, school. totally. But yeah, no, so, I, I really. What does the process? You know, what does the process look like? So, now, uh, when you're advocating for somebody that maybe feels unsafe in a school, what does the process look like? To you said to file a formal complaint. So, so if they're being yeah. if they're being bullied at school. What is the next step? Well, they they could go on. Um, stopbullying.gov and they have the templates and they have just the steps. Um, you have to report it to the school. You have to report it to the teacher. You have to write it formally in a formal letter. It changes every once in a while. So I don't want to say specifically what it is, um, but I don't want to mislead anybody, but you know, there are resources for parents and, and lots of groups to reach out to and you just have to make that step and, and let people help you in this, you know, cause you're not alone. I mean, parents are battling this bullying situation daily, you know, I mean, and the cyber bullying has gotten so out of control with the computers and the, you know, Facebook and it, it's, it's really, really sad because kids are, you know, killing themselves because somebody said, that, you know, something in the, in a chat room and, it's just a mess. Well, and, so, and the expectations of perfection, you know, so that people are supposed oh, to be, yeah. I mean, I can't, I, you know, I'd spoke, uh, Ryan, we had, I, I'd mentioned about for men speaking about mental health, women have a whole different set of issues where the, the standards that they have to live up to, you know, physically and all this different stuff that are perceived expectations is what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. So, but, you know, I really had to change when I joined bikers against bullies, they don't believe in victims. Yeah. So I really changed everything about 
who I kind of was for a minute, you know, I mean, and go to a totally different advocacy, you know, they don't even want the word advocacy, really. Um, They are into empowerment. There is no victims. We empower ourselves and we build our confidence and you got to believe in yourself. You've got to love yourself and know what that other person says is that's their opinion, but you know better. I'm so glad you segued into that because I had wrote down on my notes. The next thing was empowerment and mutual respect. And I think what we're here today to talk about is different. We're all experiencing everything at once. Meaning when, when you two have different stories, we're all both the people that we we're both the good and the bad at all times. So meaning, meaning like we are both aggressors and victims, even though you don't like using those words, hear me out in the way that we have to self-actualize to know accountability that we can take steps to make change because you can only do what you can do. You can only change what your own actions are. Yeah. And and we we really push that just what you said, you know, we can only do what we can with ourselves. I mean, we can't change another person, you know, per se, and they're going to believe what they believe. You just have to believe in yourself. Well, and it takes a lot of courage. So sometimes, uh, like you had said, not calling yourself a victim, self-empowerment takes a lot of courage because you feel beaten down and broken. And that's what something like bullies or bikers against bullies can do because you're just showing people, Hey, we got your back. You know, I've seen it work. I've seen these bikers make it work. It, 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 I've seen miracles. There's 22,000 members nationwide, and we just opened a branch in a chapter in Italy. And so now it's expanding, and, and we're so excited because, you know, the paycheck is the reward of seeing the child smile or, or not be scared anymore because he has an escort of 200 bikers behind him escorting him to school. That kid's going to feel pretty protected and okay, don't you think? So that's kind of, <laughs> let's talk on that a little bit. So let's, let's paint a picture here. So we, we have a kid getting bullied in school and this is all hypothetical, but this is, okay. we're going to talk about what the process could look like. And that, like you said, there's a chain, have, there's different rules and stuff we do have to follow. Sure. But a kid's getting bullied. So are, are what you're, is what you're saying that if a kid's getting bullied, then you you know maybe you guys get contacted or somehow find out about it. And there's yeah. no intent on anything other than solidarity. It's not an it's not an intent of like intimidation. It's it's about solidarity. No, not it's at about all. we actually um, will try to help the bully too. Sure. I mean, it, it, you know, you have to look at these kids that are bullying other kids. There's something going on. Right. Um, and, you know, you have to empathize with that. Something's not right at home or maybe there's something emotional or, you know, whatever. So you have to stop and think there's a problem there, too. And you got to address that. Too. Right. You know, right. And, and that's the whole thing about accountability. But, yeah, I think it would be pretty rad if, if the, the problem persisted. And then you see, like you said, a bunch of bikers backing this kid up as he walks to school. He's like, this is my it crew. works. It this, really does. This work. is my crew right here. You know, so. Yeah. So, you know, I want to say one thing I want to talk about, uh, kind of the traditional anti-bullying campaigns can often create more forms of bullying. Uh, how is bikers against, uh, bullies different than the typical traditional method? We're so non-traditional. It's not funny. You know, I, I am true believer in, I want real people doing this. I want kids can smell, you know, a line of you know what, a mile away. And I want people that have real experience, that have been there, done it, made mistakes, that are real, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and I want that because I see the kids react, like with Ryan, they adore him and they believe him when he's telling them something because he's been there and done it. And they're going to take that seriously compared to somebody that's just sitting there reading out of a manual. We don't have a manual. We just wing it. We wing it in the way that we go per child 
every child is different and every situation is different. And we just try to make it better. Right. No matter what we got to do, we make it better. Now, Ryan, when you had kind of started seeking redemption and turning your life around and, and going into more of a positive direction, what kind of uh, benefit did you find with like having positive role models and people that kind of believed in you? Is that so, is that something that was kind of most effective or what was your process like? That's pivotal, really. Uh, you just got to surround yourself by positive people, you know, and uh, eventually you'll get that confidence back up. But uh, I learned the hard way myself, and I don't really want anybody else to have to learn that way. So I try to just uh, uplift the kids as much as you possibly can. I mean, as a, usually by a case-by-case situation, um, you know, depending upon their needs. But, you know, we have build-a-bike programs, you know, mentorship programs, things of that nature. Yeah. That uh, it's nice, good one on one. You can get to know the person and yeah. take care of that. Is that so it's not just all escorts. Like the other day, we helped shelter care raise toilet paper. They had no toilet paper, and they said, "Veronica, please, can you guys raise toilet paper in the community?" And we said, "You know what? Yeah, because it's really about the community coming together for a goal and making it happen. I don't care what it is. I'm proud of our community because we had a prom or um, our our one of our people we help, and it was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, pictures on the website. oh yeah, there's pictures on our website. We, we get them beautiful, beautiful princess dresses. I mean, I mean, designer dresses, we get limos, we get DJs, and then all of us dress up in tuxedos and, and, and gowns, and we give them a prom like they've never had. Now for a gown syndrome, child that that's everything right you know? yeah so that's, that's really cool so so doing a prom uh for for a uh, you know you can get a group of people together from our community maybe with down syndrome or experiencing exceptionalities someone that might just not the big gathering may not work for and whatnot i think that's really special i think that's really well, amazing i'm gonna it kind of started off as one of the down syndrome girls told me she was ugly and she'd never be invited to a dance and i said oh no 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 i don't think so and i said you're beautiful and we showed her how beautiful and she is beautiful don't you agree she is beautiful and we still stay in contact with that family we continue to be a part of their lives you don't just fly in on bikes and then fly out and send that message we get in down and dirty i mean and and we do what we need to do to make a difference yeah i think for yeah. the best way for anybody interested to find out more uh you have a facebook group that's open to anybody and like you had said uh you know early in this and then in the mission statement of bikers against bullies nationwide uh that this is not only for bikers this is for anybody interested in wanting to be a part of it uh the facebook group is open yeah. to anybody so I'm, I'm i'm a part of it and i've if I, i'm not somebody that's I'm afraid of bikes. No, <laughs> no, no. so, so uh, I'm I'm terrible on a bicycle. So maybe one day, I'll, maybe one day I'll join you guys with a moped. But uh, uh, so I want to take a quick break and and uh, give a shout out to my title sponsor, and then we'll be back talking about uh, some upcoming events and different things and ways that people can help. The Spent the Rent podcast is sponsored by Oregon Cashflow Pro, featuring Wealth Care Wednesdays, the live stream, a Q&A on all things finance. Go to OregonCashflowPro.com to find out more. More wealth, less debt, fast at Oregon Cashflow Pro. Okay, so let's talk about events. You had talked about a prom, uh, organizing proms, and have you done that in Eugene Springfield in Lane County? 
Yes, we did. And boy, was that rough during COVID. Oh, my god. Oh, so this was within the last year. And we're yeah. going we're gonna to talk about, yeah, uh, one of the events coming up and is the ride for the 81st to Sturgis. And uh, you are all invited August 1st to Lincoln City to join our founder and a whole bunch of the best of the best in custom bikes. And there's a few famous people and a few different other people showing up and they're going to have a big thank you party for the community. So and. And yeah, I'm that's just, awesome. So seven states, it'll join. it'll be covering seven states starting, where at is it down in Southern California? Yeah. Well, see, our, our headquarters is in Montana. Yeah, Montana. Montana. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, but we have chapters in every state and they're going to pick up people as they go along. Did you guys go to Sturgis last year? I'm curious. No, that, we didn't. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a topic that I don't want to get destroyed by a bunch of bikers on because I had definite opinions. But it's tough. This whole COVID situation is so tough. And this is it where is. I want to have a conversation about mutual respect. That yeah. a lot of times people will look at each other in this one one thing that we've we've already been so divided in so many different ways. But when I know I caught myself watching the news and the news is trying to stoke the flames of being like, well, look at these people living their lives. I'm like, well, that's the this is the really difficult thing about America is that we're supposed to be allowed to live our lives. So yeah. unfortunately, there was a lot of life lost. And different things and i'm not i'm not targeting every one of us has handled covid in questionable ways let's be real yeah. but yeah. but man it was a tough situation so the positive let's look forward is that for the 81st sturgis uh hopefully covid is a thing of the past hopefully we're starting to i mean it's not but w the numbers are so down and hopefully this year looks a lot better with a lot less criticism because last year i was rough you know <laughs> you know the yeah the yeah yeah we 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 weren't planning to go anyway because we had stuff. We just had opened our chapter. See, we're a new chapter. They had no chapters in Oregon when when I came along and they wanted to open a chapter. So this was the first one. When, November, yeah. yeah, November is when we started this. Well, wow. So this is kind of an up-and-coming new thing. We've That's done great. a lot. Yeah, the Facebook page a shows a ton. Uh, one of the main things that you've been kind of plugging and pushing for uh, is JoJo. And I used a picture of JoJo for the flyer for this episode. So anybody that clicked to find it saw how adorable she is. Talk about she the sweetest. She <laughs> is very sweet. So she's a five-year-old girl. Talk about JoJo. She's a five-year-old girl who... She's our hero. I mean, yes. she has a very um, rare condition and disease. And it's a terminal. And um, she just has the spirit of a million people. I mean, she is so beautiful and her soul is so full of life and and you know you would think if, if one of us were up there facing what she's facing and in the you know doctor's offices and in surgery or whatever in the hospital constantly it would be really hard you know she just looks up and says how's your day you know i mean she's one of those that is more worried about you than she is herself and she's just a little girl and she's just inspirational to us so what what we have become friends with the parents and they've asked if everybody can cut out one of her a little paper doll of her since she can't travel and stuff and every time they go on a vacation or they go somewhere neat if they would take a picture of the jojo doll with you know, wherever they're at and then send it to the parents. So all of this, like all of this kind of call for action uh, is going to be on the GoFundMe page. Is that correct? Um, we don't have a GoFundMe. Page. I thought there was a GoFundMe page for her. 
for, 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 oh, for, for JoJo, for JoJo, yeah, 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 yeah for JoJo. Yeah, so yeah. for anybody I, that would I, like I, to help her and more read more about her story, yes, it's really yeah. well written on, on the GoFundMe page. I was Isn't confused, I was confused because I was like, I just read it. No, yeah, no, but, no I was thinking of somebody. Oh, yeah, for I, bikers I, against bullies, I got you. And that's the thing is, is that a lot of this is it's not about it's about building community, but it's about helping others. And so that's why I wanted to spotlight her for if anybody listening would like to donate, that's a good place to go. Is, yes, is Jojo is something and, and when you have such a rare uh, disease, the expenses just pile up for the family. So oh, it does. It does. And her parents are just such beautiful people that, you know, any way we can help, we've tried, you know, we'll try to help and get the word out. So we get the Jojo doll at so many places because the little girl loves that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So is it, is, it was her father's name Donnie? Was that correct? Yeah. Yes, so I want to yes. give a shout out to Donnie for giving us approval to use uh, her. Uh, you know, I wanted to ask permission to at least to to use that on a flyer. So shout out to Donnie for that. And shout out to Joe. Shout out to Jojo. Uh, so now just I want to drill it home. You know what Bikers Against Bullies is all about is building community, uh, self-empowerment and mutual respect. Let's talk. Uh, let's take a minute before we get out of here and talk about those two things that are so crucial. Self-empowerment and mutual respect with self-empowerment you know i think is i don't know which they're both they go side by side so you know in order to deal with with the whole situation of bullying like you had said before a lot of times bullies themselves are feeling some kind of trauma or pain and you can go about it in many ways you can go about it wrong by taking it out on someone else or taking it out on yourself so tell me a little bit about how you feel like if you are self-empowered to respect yourself that you can then have show signs of mutual respect. That's a tough one. No, no, that's an easy one. I mean, reality. Okay. You, you, you have a child sitting there and he's having a real bad time being bullied. Okay. What, what's the number one thing that that kid's doing at that moment? He's in the moment. He's living in that, that terror, that fear. He's not seeing what could be great five years from now or 10 years from now? He's not believing in himself. He's thinking he's ugly or whatever. And you got to build that confidence and let him know that each and every one of us on this planet has something unique and special about us, you know, that, and talent. We all have talents. We just have to figure out what those talents are and then run with it. Ryan, okay, he started off rough. But he now turned that around and look at all the good he does. I mean, these kids love him. And, you know, Donna, Donna had, you know, her experiences and she turned it around and, and it's confidence. You have to build confidence in yourself and these kids and other people. And other people. Yeah, yeah. Say something kind to somebody. I mean, it could be something really. Yeah, we yeah. always do. I, mean, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. I think. One of the things we talk about a lot on my show too is creating, is is taking pain and creating art. So art can be in any way. You can make a song, you can record it or not. You could write lyrics down on a piece of paper, you could paint, you could draw, you could color, you could do whatever you want. But the beauty of it is, is make it, and we always talk about this, make something terrible today. Meaning that you do it because you enjoy doing it, not because you want something that's a, create, a great finished product. So if we can live you like know, that, go ahead. Um, we we take this old flatbed trailer and we put clothes and resources and gifts on it and we drive around with this thing to all parts of Eugene and Springfield and we just park it and let people take whatever they want. That's pretty great. And we've had so much fun doing that and watching these kids 
And we did that as a community. We came together and we had community members donate those items. Yeah, it started off with Christmas. And you wouldn't believe it. Reason. Yeah, we don't have even a reason. We just go out there and, and they don't even have to say thank you to us. We just want to help them. And, right. and that's the reward. Yeah, you know? it's pretty cool. It, I, I've definitely <laughs> been, you know, lucky to ha be involved in some big community events uh, that really put a smile on a lot of people's faces. And it's a pretty incredible thing. And it definitely gives you, like you said, that, that, that kind of empowered feeling of, wow, maybe, you know, these people believe in me. Maybe I should start believing in myself. And then, and then, you know, like I said before, uh, helping others is always the best medicine for pain. So, uh, well, guys, it's really cool to get to chat with you. Uh, for anybody listening, it's it's I encourage them to follow the the Bikers Against Bullies face, uh, Lane County Chapter Facebook group. Uh, and then there's a link to the website for Bikers Against Bullies USA on the show no in the show notes of this. And then also a link about JoJo to the GoFundMe page uh, if anybody would like to donate to her. Uh, she's, a, she's a pretty special person and her family could use our support. And there's a lot, even if you don't have the money to donate, I really encourage you to read the story and share the, the GoFundMe because maybe somebody along the way, you know, we'll be able to help out. That so, help. Yeah. so thank you guys very much for talking to me. And I look forward to hearing more about some of these events, uh, on the website, you can find events to the Sturgis ride for the 81st. And I will definitely, uh, I'm the admin for the five, four, one community Facebook page. And so right. anything you guys, I will self, I will pre-approve anything you want to share, uh, from that group. And so we can kind of collaborate that way. And that would be really good. So Great. Ryan and Lewis, if anybody ever needs help, they can contact. Absolutely, us. and now that I know that that you know, there's the one thing that I think that what you bring to the table that I'd like to to touch on is that you there's pockets in in our in our communities. We're all different people with different experiences and different interests and ways of ways of finding a positive outlook. I mean, we're all going to have to look at it differently to come to the same place. So yeah. this is supposed to be a networking opportunity, this podcast. And for people like me who may be different, have different views, have different experiences, and then you, we can come together and then stand in solidarity in different ways. And then if I, I, I if I encounter somebody that needs help that I feel like, you know what, this might be better fit for this person, then I'd send them your way. And if yeah. we can always have, you know, with veterans, I think that's so crucial. I had a, a friend of mine, and I'm not going to use his name because I didn't plan on talking about this, but he had told me his organization, what he does with veterans is that he has kind of a database uh, that people choose to be a, become a part of. And it allows you to kind of fine tune the type of person that you'd like to speak with, because there's some people that might use faith as, as a motivator to stay positive. There's some people that might use cannabis as a motivator to stay positive. Those people are equally awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, and so, and so we need to find our right pockets sometimes yeah. and we need to find our tribe, so to speak, without dividing and being tribalistic. If that's that so true. If that makes that's sense. True. So well, I think, but... I think for us to have a mutual respect for each other and having respect for different methods, I think is really crucial to this whole process of, of unity. So, and some, you know, bikers have kind of gotten a label over the years, you know, they do more charity work than you would imagine. I mean, they're the number one, you know, organization and groups that, that do the, the top, amount of charity work you know still parents they're still working men. yeah they're working men and you know they they're bike enthusiasts and so you know 
I think Hollywood has kind of made, you know, but bikers, they get it well, done. Well, it's about having a club. <laughs> it's about having a club. I mean, I think yeah. I understand it. And there's, there, like you said, there's this depiction of clubs. And I'll just say it. Sometimes it gets called gangs, you know, in different walks of life. And the reality is, is that the reason that someone came to that organization, whatever it is, and I'm not comparing anybody, I'm just saying, no, yeah. it gives you a place to feel like you're not alone. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that there, until we can understand the psychology of, of like I just said, different pockets of people, uh, how are we supposed to understand the positive that can come from it, from, from having exactly. somebody that stands behind you in all ways and has your back? And I'm not encouraging, you know, some of the stuff that happens with gangs and even there. I mean, with every uh, rough and tumble organization, bikers are not a monolithic thing. Everybody is different. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have people that are pretty aggressive and you're going to have some great people. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And that's it. And there's a time and a place. But the beauty of it is, is that it's a lot of people that didn't necessarily know where to turn that kind of came together and have made positives from it. And anybody yeah. that doesn't see that's not looking hard enough, you know, and I, I've known that my whole life growing up in Salem. I, my, one of my, my babysitter's husband was a, was a biker. I don't know who he ran with or ro- rode with, but, uh, and he's this big tough dude, but he taught me about kindness, empathy, compassion, and they really believe in respect and I loving mean, myself. And, yeah. and so, so yeah. So, well, thank you guys very much. Uh, I appreciate everything you're doing. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, and I'm going to end this with a song. Uh, this is What Can I Say by Coldfire. <laughs>